So here our scripture reading on this Pentecost. We'll be reading from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it we hear each one of us in our native language? Parthenians, Medes, Eliamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Perigia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own language we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered, and said they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. So the first time that I ever learned about the Holy Spirit, the first time that I was ever invited to be baptized in the Holy Spirit or to have the Holy Spirit come into my life was at a church camp at Camp Sumatonga um, out on the foothills of the Candler Mountains. Um, uh, in the, the Petra camp when I was maybe in the 10th or 11th grade. And as I heard the preacher uh, speaking about this uh, kind of forgotten member of the Trinity for, for most of my faith life, it was amazing what he said the Spirit could do. The miracles that would happen when you had the gifts, when you had uh, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, that you could understand things that you never understood before, that you could speak things that, that you never had the courage to speak before, uh, the power and the miracles that you could do. Now, as a young high schooler, uh, this sounded amazing. This sounded exactly like the type of religion that I wanted to have, the type of faith that I had, a faith that came with superpowers. Who doesn't want something like that? And I kept thinking of all the things that I could do. I kept thinking of all the things that I could understand, of all the things uh, that I would be ready to do for God. 
But what I didn't realize at that moment was that I wanted to worship this Holy Spirit in the very same way that I had been worshiping God and Jesus before, of wondering what could it do for me. Now the hidden secret about the Holy Spirit is that it's not just for us. And of all the things that I wanted it to do for me, the Holy Spirit has plans for me to do for the world. And as we get into the scripture this morning that we heard today, we heard Miss Berta read it, we heard it from the book of Acts, um, we, we hear this story of uh, this, um, I, I want to say, I think she said a great wind. Um, in my translation, the New Revised Standard Version, it says a violent wind. It's something that you could not ignore at all. Here the disciples have been waiting for this sign from God. And you wonder if in their waiting they were expecting God to come in, in similar ways that God had come in the past before. That maybe like Elijah in that still small voice that could almost be missed if you weren't paying attention. Or maybe like Jesus at his birth in a way that was so humble and unnoticed that people had to study the sky and the stars to make sure that it was time. Or maybe like Moses, who was just wandering, looking for the lost sheep, and stumbled upon something that was different from everything else in the burning bush before he ever heard the voice. I wonder how much they startled. I wonder how much they jumped. I wonder with how much they wondered what in the world was happening when God finally showed up as the Holy Spirit. In a wind and in a presence that was so violent, you almost imagine that it ripped the doors and the windows wide open because the point was this spirit was not supposed to stay in the room at all. But in fact, as it began to split as in tongues of fire, they began to get things that uh, they'd only heard about before being able to speak in other languages. But the sound, the languages, it did something. It did something in the community it drew people out to wonder what in the world was going on. To the point that they even thought these men were drunk. They thought they were so ridiculous in what was going on. But the sounds still drew people. But the Spirit drew the disciples out. It drew them out into the streets. It drew them out into the world. And it drew them out into a place to where they could declare the mighty acts of God in a way that people could understand and hear each other. And what I love so much about Pentecost, this day that comes 50 days after Easter, that what we celebrate as a wind 2,000 years ago is the very same wind that blows in our life and in our churches and our communities today but it's going to blow us outside of the doors. And if we're not ready for it, we're going to wonder why we keep getting drawn out. We're going to wonder why everything around us keeps falling apart because we keep expecting God to show up outside the world and to fix it where the Holy Spirit is moving inside of us to get us outside to be a part of the fixing of the world. Showing up in a way that all of our stereotypes, all of our attitudes, all of the agendas that we had planned for God, God has blown away violently to draw us out to begin to be a part of the making and the saving of this world. And it comes in realizing that we are just no longer ourselves. 
for what I was so excited about in high school. For the miracles and the superpowers that come with the Holy Spirit. The truth is, is that never made just for us. The gifts of the Spirit were not meant to be private. They were not meant to be exclusive. They were not meant to be hidden. They were meant to blow doors and windows open. And the real miracle of Pentecost is not that we begin to speak different languages, but that God blows us into other people and we begin to be able to speak together. We begin to hear each other. We begin to listen to each other. We begin to empathize with each other in a way that we never have before. And in that way, the Spirit burns and moves like a fire like nothing else in this world. Because we've put ourselves aside for the grace of God moving through us and through our communities and for the world to come and to know the mighty acts of God are not to preserve our way of life, but to blow it apart for us to see him more. At the end of this pandemic, at the end of these riots, dear God, I hope we are not the same church. I hope that we are not the same people. I hope that we are wider. I hope that we are bigger. I hope that we speak more languages. I hope that we are more colors. I hope that we are something stronger and better than we ever have been before. Because God has blown us apart. That we might hear him better in a way that cannot be ignored. But speak to each other more. In a way that cannot be denied. To see the very life and the Spirit of God. And not just a memory of a day that was 2,000 years ago, but the very breath of God and the life of God that is so desperately needed in the world to come. So this week, our prayer is, Come, Holy Spirit, come. But not as the breeze we expected, but as the violent wind that we need. Will you pray with me this morning? Almighty and precious God, Lord, we give you thanks on this Pentecost, this day that is unlike any other, because, Lord, it is a day that we cannot plan for. It's a day where we celebrate and we remember, but, God, we hope that it comes even still newer. We hope, Lord, that you blow our windows and our doors wide open for the church. God, that you show us a new way that we can be a community of faith. A new way that we can be present, that we can love our community, and Lord, that we can serve and speak to each other. God, for our own lives, change us in the way that we might be your life in this world. That, Lord, we might be in better relationship, that we might be in better conversations to not only help change the spaces around us, but to change who we are as well. And allow your spirit to come, Lord, to cleanse us of all of our plans, all of our agendas, all of our stereotypes, or all of the, the barriers we have placed in between ourselves, because, God, you have blown us into each other. That we might be the very place for the fire and for the spirit of God to live in this world. As we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.